I am a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. Welcome to season three, episode two of Spirit Diaries. I am really excited to continue this story. And we were really right in the middle last time. So if you have not listened to the last episode, make sure you listen to that first because we cut off right mid-story in this creepy air vent family heirloom of psychicness story. And I am here today with Robert. Hello. And he grew up in a very haunted house. In fact, the most haunted house I have been into to date. Um, I just want to do a quick thank you for you guys listening to this podcast and all the support you show. Thank you so much. Keep sharing this with your friends, share with your family, send it to somebody who also had a creepy air vent in their house. And don't forget to rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts, give it a thumbs up, follow along. So just stay involved with the Spirit Diaries and let's jump straight back into it. So I'm here with Robert. He's heard a woman calling down from the air vent saying his name. And in recent times, I've very much speculated that his grandma was a psychic so do we want to talk about that now or do you want to talk about that later yeah we can talk about that now so i'm gonna sort of start off here so she passed uh what year did she pass 2004 okay so quite a long time ago Mm um and as i started to mention last time i've encountered her spirit numerous times which I'm going to leave some of the stories about her aside, uh, especially ones involving your house for my chronological story. So I will leave some aside, but she's very good at communicating. And in my experience, when somebody is a spirit and they can communicate incredibly well, that means in life, they were a little bit more in tune than other spirits because the level they can push information to me is just outstanding. I have another spirit uh, who I've encountered who was incredibly gifted at communicating to me. In fact, she'll come to me and tell me when I need to go give a reading to her family members, which I do every single time because she's such a strong spirit. She won't leave me alone until I do. And she's one of the only spirits I've experienced like that. Aside from your grandmother, because every time we visit your grandfather, Mm -hmm. I get poked by her and it is so annoying and so strange because no other spirits really touch me. Right. Besides your grandma. And it feels like I'm getting shocked. Like I put my finger in a light socket or something. It's really strange. And then I'll get poked and then I'll get a message and then I'll get jabbed again (laughs) and I'll get a message, which is really funny. And I actually told you what your grandma looked like before you told me what she looked like. Do you remember? Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, Crazy. So 
I've theorized lately, especially with stories, that I really truly believe that even if she did not know it or maybe if she did not accept it, I think she was asensitive and I think she had some paranormal stuff going on with her. So tell me more about this. She yeah. refused to go in your childhood home. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that like she never really came in. Um, if she came in, it was not for very long, more than not more than a couple minutes, and she never really went far from the door. She mostly sat on the front porch with my dad. And because of that, everybody would just kind of end up hanging out the front porch and talking and hanging out because, I mean, half the family's outside. We're trying to visit. So, but I agree. I think she did have some sort of secret sensitivity or, and I think she kind of was in denial because, I mean, I found out from my dad that after my grandma passed away, um, he found my grandfather found a bunch of receipts from the church that they attended. And basically they were like donation receipts. And she had been making donations to the Catholic church to come out and bless the house. Wow. And I think he said that she did it like seven or eight times and made like hefty donations <laughs> to the church in order to get them to do it. That just, I, I have to say, that just makes me so angry, especially somebody spiritually awakened or whatever you want to call it. Right. Having a church, I know how the donations work. Right. Because my grandmother fell prey to quite a bit of donations right. in order to purchase stairs to heaven because her Catholic church convinced her that she had to buy stairs to make it all the way up this arbitrary number right and each stair was a certain dollar amount which is sick i absolutely hate that somebody who was feeling threatened like your grandmother who was a devout catholic right. and attended church regularly and was one of the people in there every single congregation that they would financially dig at her right to get this sort of blessing i just and this is why I'm a really bad psychic medium because I hate charging people. Right. That's one of my things. But I just I, I just have to say that because hearing that just makes me so upset that she was looking for help clearly with right. something that was going on. So do you do you even know what, what was going on to make her feel that way? I don't. Um, because these weren't found until a few years after she had passed away. And nobody knew. No. Uh, I mean my grandma was a strong lady. So for her to be like, I need help. Someone come is pretty Out of crazy. Character. Yeah. Right. Um, and no one knew because uh, at this point, all the kids had moved out of the house. Her kids had moved out of the house. And my grandpa worked like three jobs and she was the homemaker and she was home all day. So he wouldn't have known if a priest came and blessed the house or anything like that. Because I mean, if he wasn't at one job, he was at another and then he'd come home to sleep and jump to another. Right. So, I mean, she could plan it in between and he isn't big into believing in any type of spiritual stuff, especially back then. I mean, he was more just focused on getting the bills paid and sleeping when Very he wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, her house, I, I guess she just always felt like it was, uneasy or she just always felt uncomfortable which is crazy because they lived there for decades and i guess she just still never felt comfortable because every few years she would re-up the cleansing and i don't know when it's it started like yeah i don't know when it started i don't know when the earliest was but uh all i know is that there were several and my grandfather was very annoyed when he found them 
Why, wait, why was he annoyed? That she was spending money to have a, a priest come oh, bless the house. He was mad at the spending. Yeah, yeah, he was like, I'm working my butt off, and she's spending it to have a priest come out and throw holy water around. <laughs> and I think that was he was his... just a total skeptic. Yeah, he, he doesn't believe in any of it. So he doesn't even think house blessings do anything. No, I mean, back then, especially, he was just like... It was a waste of money. It's frivolous. You're throwing it away right. for no reason. Right, right. Um, Especially if she didn't talk to anybody about what was going on, they'd have no idea of even right. why she even felt that way. Right, and and she did all the all their banking. I mean, she kept their books because it was all paper. Ooh. So, are you okay? No, uh, I'm sorry. I'm opening up psychically, and I'm pulling in. I gotta, I gotta block it off. Sorry. You're okay. Well, sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm okay. getting I'm connecting to your grandma, right. and I'm just I not unless you want me to channel. But I think oh, no, I think just all the talk about her is drawing her spirit. I understand. Um, sorry, my uh, it's very evident when I start getting off kilter and into the spiritual world because mm-hmm. I look funny. So that's why. No, you're, you you're mentioned totally something. Fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So go ahead. Go ahead and continue. I apologize. No, you're fine. And so it was it was very out of character for her to do something like that. And I remember when I was younger, my my grandfather used to like tease her about it, like because she he didn't know that she was having the house blessed, but he knew that she felt funny in the house. Um, So he used to like joke that there were um, monsters in the air vent in the ceiling, which kind of for me, was uneasy because it solidified my whole air vent thing. I had that thing happen where someone said my voice. And then all of a sudden he told me, he called them gunkies. Um, He said that there were gunkies, which were basically little monsters, which... We're associating now that we think the gunkies might be their word for puck wedgie. Yes. Right? Yeah, I believe that's what it was, but he always called them gunkies when we were kids. Right. Um, and he said they lived in the air vent in the hallway, and um, if you look up in the air vent, when you walk under it, you'll see their red eyes. Red eyes? Yes. Now, I'm not super up to date on my puck wedgie lore. I've only seen one puck wedgie in my life. I'm not sure if it's puck wedgie or puck wedgie. Right. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. And I have to say... Had I not known what they were, I would have probably thought it was a little bit cute because it's this furry little monster thing that I seen with golden fur. I did not see the eyes, so I couldn't confirm they were red. But I think there's different types of puck wedgies. Okay. I but I don't know. I, I mean, red eyes, I mean, that's such a scary thing. Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you seen them? No. But it's rumored that they're there. Yes. And as a kid, it freaked me out because they said, like, don't linger under the air vent too long or they'll pull you up in. What? Yeah. Why would they say that? Because I don't know if they were trying to scare me or what it was, but like, I mean, it made my grandma uncomfortable when we talked about it. And she always yelled at him and told him to stop and shut up. Um, okay, so there's a harsh reaction to it. So there means there's a shred of truth. Right. And I mean, because of that, I mean, their their bathroom was located through that hallway. So whenever I had to go to the bathroom, I would like run through the hallway, (laughs) get to the bathroom, slam the door and then go to the bathroom and then like wash my hands, get ready, open the door and run back out of the hallway because I didn't want to get pulled up 
into the air vent, and I certainly didn't look up into the air vent because oh, I didn't God, want to see their eyes. Not. Huh? No. <laughs> so I mean, that was that was a, a big solidifier for me for like not really liking the ceiling air vent. Was this before or after the woman called your name? After. Right. So you're not even influenced by being afraid of air vents at this point. No. You you had no reason to be afraid of an air uh, the air vent when she called your name. No. Can I ask you? Did you have a blue? So his grandma did come through and ended up having a message for him. So I did cut that out of the podcast just because it was a little bit personal. And I decided that it was probably best to be heard just by him. And that is why this little chunk right here is missing. She was very adamant uh, getting one last message in before I totally closed off. So I apologize for interrupting really quickly. And thank you guys for understanding that spirits have their own agenda. And sometimes we just need to work around them. Anyways, sorry. I'm just like closing that out. And that was like one little shred of thing. Oh, no, that's okay. Why did Okay, continue on. So I mean, that because of that, I think I always felt a little uncomfortable at my grandparents' house just because I'm like, oh, great. Like something's going to pull me up into the air vent. Right. And I was told this story by other family members, not even you. The first time I went over that house, yeah. I was told, oh, hey, Birdie, don't don't look at the air vents because you'll see the gunkies. Yeah. Or don't, don't uh, leave underneath them. <laughs> I've never actually even been allowed to leave one room in your grandfather's house. I've never gone down the hallway. Right. I've never even been in that. I, I've, I've only seen one room in his entire house because I just never venture more than, I guess, five feet from the front door. Right. Yeah, and I mean, it, it always scared me. And there was always a room that we weren't allowed in anyways. No one was. And why is that? Um, it was called the red room because... That's horrifying. Um, <laughs> it, it was called the red room because that was the color of the carpet. and Because of blood. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that was where, like, my grandma kept a lot of her, like, Asian-inspired, like, decorations. And she liked to collect, like, old samurai swords that were like collectible not used or anything but like collective collection pieces and like okay. she had a lot of like asian vases and like older like asian decor that was more of like a collection type thing um and that room just super into and respectful of that yes, culture yes just yeah. just she's she liked it she enjoyed it a lot yeah and um she just liked collecting some of the memorabilia style stuff right right um but we weren't allowed in that room ever. No one was. And um, they would always know that if someone went in there because they had those like string beads that hang from the ceiling. Uh, yes, I and, used like, to have anytime, those. <laughs> anytime someone touched one or walked by it too fast, you'd hear them like jingle. And um, I, I have to say, I put those on my door in my room mm -hmm. uh, shortly after the Barbie incident. If you guys haven't heard that, that's in season one. Because I wanted to know if the spirit entered my room, right. they'd shake the beads. Yeah. And it was like my little safety. That's so funny that it's on the red room. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know if it was for a similar reason because she was weirded out by right. the house or if it was just to keep us out of there. Yeah. But I mean, no one, not even my grandpa would go in there. He's like, I don't, I don't feel like getting yelled at. Like it was just like a... Everything in there was pristine. There was a couch in there that was never touched. It almost like, sounds like a meditation room. Yeah. I mean, she never even went in there. She went in there to clean. And Wait, she did not go in the room of all her beautiful collections? No. 
No, I, I never seen my grandma go in that room once. I never seen anyone go in that room once. I've only been in it twice. Wait, what? Yeah, I've only been in the room twice in my entire life. How big is the room? Um, it's not super big. I want to say it's like, uh, like 15, 20 feet long by about 10, 15 feet wide. Is it an offering? I don't know. Um, it is the room that my grandfather kept her ashes in after she was cremated for a few years before he buried them. This makes me incredibly nervous that you're telling me that's the room her ashes were kept in. Right. Because you know I had the dream of a younger woman who somewhat resembled your grandma. Right. I, I don't know necessarily, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of her young, who was banging on a door and I drew the layout of the house and I actually don't know. I've, I've, like I said, I've never even been through the rest of the house. Right. I drew the layout of the house for you and you went, oh, that's my grandpa's house. And I told you she was banging on the door to get out. And I told you that what that room looked like. And then you were like, oh, that's weird. That's where her ashes were kept for a long time. Do you yeah. remember? Yes. And the only door to that room is the front door. Because right. my grandfather's house is oriented. He's, he has a corner lot. So it's oriented with, it's kind of oriented sideways. Right. So I guess I've, I've never ventured more than five feet from the back door. Right. Even yeah. though that's useless. Yeah. Door. Because that room is like a den, right, whereas right. the red room would have been the living room if it was used in the correct orientation. I wonder if you put her ashes in an offering room to evil spirits in the house. I don't know. I mean, it was... Did, was she into Asian culture aside from that one room? Um, i never seen anything else besides that one room that had any type of, like, Asian culture in it. That's so strange. I wish... Ah. Hey, everyone. It's Birdie from the future, and I do want to clarify a few things here. So, I... I'm trying to figure this out in the moment as we were talking for the podcast. Essentially, I had a dream of a woman trapped in a house trying to get out, banging to get out, couldn't get out. And the house's layout in this dream, I ended up drawing for Robert. I explained what the house looked like. It ended up being the exact layout of his grandfather's house. The woman in the dream, I explained of what she looked like, and it did resemble robert's grandmother's description from when she was a younger woman and he described the room that she was trying to escape was the room her ashes were kept in which is the red room listening back to this now i will be completely honest with you i didn't realize the red room was the living room i always thought the red room was like a little tiny room off of another room again i still haven't been in this house i haven't been through the house. So I always imagined this like little tiny closet room. I didn't realize it was the living room. What I was saying here about the decor and perhaps like evil spirits or anything like that is I was trying to think about if she collected things that she thought was really beautiful, like the this Asian culture memorabilia. Um, I'm not sure which culture specifically it was from since I haven't been in the room, but if she was collecting these because she found them beautiful and then we're putting them in this room as like a spiritual offering. So maybe like... This this could happen um, if people have like an altar or something. I definitely have offerings that I give to the resident spirits of our property um, all the time. And this is something I recommend for people who have resident spirits who aren't going to leave kind of like the gunkies. So I 
don't mean that they're evil. And the case of this, I was referring to how his family viewed the gunkies, which was as evil little creatures. So in no way am I trying to say that her spirit is trapped, that the spirits in the house were evil or that the gunkies are evil. But I was just trying to figure out where her mindset was at with this room since unfortunately we are unable to ask her and nobody remembers. But it is interesting to talk about and think about because there was clearly something unexplained happening in this house and I wish we could have knew what was going on and it's unfortunate that someone had to live in fear of what was in their house back to the story yeah i don't know and the only other room attached to that was um the one that had the beads which was the kitchen right and then my dad's old bedroom which hasn't been renovated since he was a kid in the 70s and that house is going to see a lot of activity when it's renovated, huh? <laughs> yeah. Poor souls who have to deal with that. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I, I I feel bad for them too because, I mean, even in my in my dad's old room now, the one connected to the red room are um, two old dolls that have their own little chairs that sit in that room and that's the only thing in that room. Why is why why is everything about your childhood terrifying? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, uh, yeah, just... There's a lot in that house that, I mean, I, you don't go in the red room. Like, you feel like you should not be there as soon as you walk into the red room. I feel like I shouldn't be past the few feet I venture in that house. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you're welcome everywhere except the red room. Um Okay, it's Birdie. I'm interrupting just because when he acknowledges that you can't go into the red room, there is a mm-hmm on the microphone recording so it's really weird we've also gotten a lot of really bad feedback this uh session which we normally don't get with our microphone and there's a lot of weird staticky noises and it tends to get worse the more we talk about certain topics so i can't say this is paranormal for sure but it's definitely weird and like i said i've used this uh microphone for all the other podcasts and i've never really had anything quite like this which is interesting but I will play it again right now so you all can listen and I'll cut the background music so you can really hear that clearly except the red room um pretty much that that was just you don't walk in there I want to see inside (laughs) (laughs) you can next time we visit (laughs) oh how will I be allowed in what do you mean how will I be allowed inside if nobody's allowed in I mean my grandfather would let you see it now. If I, if I said that you want to see it, he would let you see it. I mean, it was my grandma's rules. He kind of well, just I don't stays... Wanna, she pokes me when I'm there. I don't want to... You could probably there. peek your head in without stepping in. And um, you can get a gauge for it all. I'd love to read the energy in there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just... It's a room that you, like, you walk up close to and you know you shouldn't go into. It's almost like you see that haunted house like in like a movie and you're like, you really should not open that door. Don't type do thing. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it feels like that from the outside too. If you walk up to the front door, like you can feel that you should not go through that front door. Jeez. I've never even been through the front door. I'd love to. I've never been through the front door either. You've never been through the front door on their house that they've lived in for their entire life? No. They don't. They, that door doesn't get unlocked. The door's locked. And I mean, 
even my grandpa most of the time walks around the house to get the mail because the mailbox is there. Like, he won't go out the door that I've the mailbox is it. on the outside. Of. He walks around the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I've never seen him walk, go through that door. Like, I don't know if he does. I've never seen it personally through all my years of, of visiting and stuff. I've never seen him use that door ever. I think I have so many more questions. <laughs> I understand. It's very confusing. But that was a very roundabout way to say that, like, that helps solidify my weirdness with Vince, which continues on back in my childhood home. Right. Of course. Well, how, God, of course. So, my childhood home, another vent thing was um, when my sister was really little, mm-hmm. um, different vent from the one that I heard out of. She was sitting in our living room, pointing up at the living room vent. And she would, I, I think she was just learning how to talk. So she knew a few words, but she couldn't form sentences. Right. And she would be looking up at the ceiling, um, giggling. And, oh my God. Yeah. And I remember my parents going, um, what is it? What do you see? What are you laughing at? And she would point up um, at the air vent and go, boy, boy. And then giggle. Oh and- <laughs> my God. Yeah. And that creeped my parents out um, extremely. Uh, just because of something that happened when I was really little to them that references a boy in the house. What? So I was creeped out just because I'm like, why is my sister pointing at the vent saying, boy, there's gunkies in my grandparents' vent. And in the one in my room, a lady talks to me. <laughs> oh my God. And now we're learning that this boy has a further connection to your house. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, we are going to pick up on learning more about this boy as we come back next episode. And I'm rattled. I'm a little bit shaken and so curious about why there's so much spiritual activity surrounded around. Well, I know why it's around your house because we've already said that we're pretty sure there's a portal there, but the the interesting part is your grandparents' house. And I just, I wish we knew more. And I guess you guys got to experience a little bit of a spirit trying to barge their way through and interrupt a little bit. Yep. So <laughs> that's how it happens. We'll pick back up with a little boy when we come back next episode. And thank you so much for listening to The Spirit Diaries. Thank you.